Hey everybody, this is Chris Posty Posterson, and I am back with another Super Deluxe Special Edition episode of the Sleep With Me podcast. In case you're new to these, I am usually behind the scenes helping Scooter with some of the editing of the podcast, but every once in a while he asks me to take a show that we've recently aired to add some music and some sound design to it in order to make it a Super Deluxe Special Edition show. We do all of that as a way to say thank you to those of you who are supporting the show on Patreon. If you're currently supporting the show, you're awesome. Thank you so, so much. It means a lot. If you are not yet and you get value out of it, you can go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron. You can give as little as a dollar a month in order to help Scooter continue to work as hard as he does on this show uh, in order to help him hire folks like me to help him with some of the editing workload and in order to help people who need some sleep get some much needed rest. All right, that's it. This is Super Deluxe Special Edition number 22. So let's get into it. Hi, are you up all night tossing, turning, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Wondering what it would be like to watch a whale-sized scooter swim with a group of other whales? Well, welcome. This is the Sleep With Me podcast, Super Deluxe Edition, special episode (laughs) number 22. For this week's show, I was trying to think of uh, what to do to make a Super Deluxe special edition show, and I was going through some of our recent episodes, and um, one of the most recent episodes is called PodFest. How can I make that a special edition show? And our last special edition was the first time we went underwater. I took you into an aquarium where Scooter was a little snail climbing up the glass. I thought, well, what if we stick to that underwater theme and we take PodFest, which is obviously named after Podcast Fest, and use another meaning of pod, which is a group of whales. So for tonight's Super Deluxe Special Edition show, we are going to go into the middle of the ocean with a group of friendly whales and a great big scooter telling you about his time spent at PodFest. I hope this helps you get some sleep. Thanks very much for being here.
these out the on location episodes, of course, because, uh, you know, to make it fair and everybody. But so let's talk about, like, before we get into the, uh, the story. So Chris had invited me uh, to come to the Backcasting Conference because his brother-in-law, Katie's brother, I assume, whose name I probably wrote down to forget, but uh, he, he told Chris about the sleep with me, and then Chris called me an email. He said, hey, would you want to come to this conference and speak? And I was kind of like, they let my brain bounce to make the, I said, well, I don't know about that. And he said, well, you could just sit on a panel. And then, it, uh, and these are great regrets. I don't know if I'll apologize to Chris privately, but I, you know, I kind of wish I was more of a go-getter and said, oh yeah, I'll do it. Like, let me, let me make some speeches or a presentation. But Chris was no pressure. He was just looking if you'd come and maybe sit in like a, whatever. He, he was very accommodating. Uh, but for me, it was a lot of brain bounce activities. He said, well, you don't know any this is what my brain, and, and again, if you can't sleep, you probably relate to this. For uh, some, you say you don't know anybody. So, well, and they uh, like DM'd Jessica, who does a great podcast, she podcasts, because I knew it had some interact. I've never met her, but I have had interactions with her on, on the internet or social media or things. And she said, Oh, yeah, I'm going. It'd be cool if you went. And I said, Okay. And they said, Then my brain said, Well, you don't really know her, so what are you thinking? And then a couple of podcasts I listened to, well, let's see, there's podcasts about podcasting, in case you're not a podcaster. And there's a guy, Dave Jackson, who makes a podcast, a school of podcasting. And then there's the, one of the hosts I've used in the past, uh, Libsyn, and Elsie and Dave both work for Libsyn. Libsyn has a podcast called The Feed. Then there was another guy, Daniel Lewis, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, they could, like some people call him at the conference, uh, is a podcast audacity to podcast about podcasting. So I knew of those people. There's also Jessica Rhodes. She is a podcast about interviewing. I'd, heard, I'd actually heard her interviewed. So I said, well, you, you, you kind of know those people. And they said, well, yeah, but, but I don't know. And then maybe I was like, well, you'll have to talk to them. And I said, oh, boy, you're right. And he said, I don't know. You're right. I don't know if we should do it. And like, uh, and this, if you're normal, this might all seem silly. To me, this was like a, a very serious. But looking back, at the, this was like a literal miracle as far as boundaries and uh, uh, stretching beyond my limitations goes. I can't underscore that enough. And if anybody from the conference is listening, like, uh, thank you. Uh, because it, like, uh, it's tough to tell with my countenance. And I think once I realized that people are really good people, and that my brain bots are, <laughs> it, it was it was just a like before the conference I was like overthinking it. Let's just, that's the TLDR version. And but then part of me and I talked to my therapist and some people, other people I talked to, trust and talk to, and they kind of agreed with that adjusted part of me and said, well, just what a wonderful opportunity to go outside of your shell. You really don't have uh, like anything at stake here. It's not like you have to, um, it's not like you're going there for a bit to, to, to sell any things. So it's not like you could lose. There's really no losing. Like if I was just spend, you know, if I was spending the money to try to sell, like, a, like, like as a vendor or something, like that, that, would, that would be more stressful. But it's like you're just going as a guest or maybe you could sit on a panel. And so then I was back and forth deciding. And then I told my parents and I said, maybe I'll come. And then, then, that, then that kind of made the decision too because they were like, well, okay. Mom kept being like, when are, you, when are you getting your tickets? When are you going to get And I said, okay, I'll do it. So I, like, we still, 
I have this new habit with traveling. Now that round trip tickets aren't really a thing anymore, we're getting a discount for it. I like to buy like a one way ticket and then still procrastinate on buying the other ticket. So I don't know if I bought my ticket home or there first. I think back here. And like uh, then I bought my ticket to the conference, then I booked then I booked everything like down to like a week before, maybe ten days before. And then my brother Ted found out. He said, Geez, I got that I got those days off. Maybe I'll come go see mom and dad with you and then go to this go to Orlando with you. And I said, Well that's cool. Like uh so that, that was nice because I got to see my brother Ted and it was really I mean, it didn't have time for a meetup or anything uh, just because like the schedule was like literally packed and like almost overpacked because I actually like, didn't get any podcasting work done but I did you know get podcasting tangentially podcast really and it got a ton of human work done holy human work but so let's see so so let's see what where, where we so let me just do a little bit more explaining uh, for anybody that can relate to this stuff because it, and then we'll go into the, like the uh, trending Tuesday part and the conference part you know, where it'll get more surreal bedtime story like but so let's see so my brother Ted said he was gonna go so then we went like I went and saw my parents and got to spend a couple days with them dad was getting ready, he's in his community play, which by the time you hear this, will probably performance will be done, of the producers, and he's, he's in the lead role, the, uh, uh, Elmer Brooks character, whose name escapes me, I don't want to say Max, I think it is Max, but I'm not positive, and the Larry, or the Larry Dave role, if you saw that season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, I tried to get my dad to watch that, but he said it was me, like he said, him and Larry David are so close in personality that he said it's really hard for him to watch. Which is the same with me. I'm like, holy cow, I can. It's like Larry David's like my uh, second father. But so, so, so anyway, so then we drove to Orlando and then Ted was with me. And then I started to feel a little bit guilty. Like, now, now this was Ted's idea, more or less. But then I said, well, geez, am I going to use my brother Ted as like an escape from the conference? Like, uh, because I'm scared of like meeting people I don't know and you know just scared in general. So I was a little bit worried about that. I, I was a little bit worried and like feeling like it, it, this is where you get it from all sides and your uh, your brain bites. And this is what like a therapy tries to explain to me or people in, in groups I go to. You know, say, well, geez, uh, really when you're when you're using your your thinker, you really you really can't win. Because look, look at look, look at the arguments have been laid out. Okay, if I if I didn't go to the conference, I would have got I would have been ashamed and been like, well, you missed out on that opportunity. You really blew it because you're so scared. I said, well, you're the one that's scared. You're the one who told me to be. Oh yeah, but yeah, you blew that one. I wish you were stronger. So then I finally said, well, let's lean into this one. I think that's Sheryl Sandberg's book, Lean In. I haven't read it, but uh, so I don't know if that's what she means. But this is a situation I said, well, let's try to lean in, let's say yes, and uh, like go and see how it goes. This guy, Chris, seems pretty nice, and we know one person who will be there, and we're kind of familiar with a few other people that'll be there, and don't really see a downside to it, incidentally. I guess you don't see it, this is what the brain said, or my brain, so you don't see a downside, but 
discovered a bad, bad idea. And then I said, well, geez, okay, it'd be a nice time for some family connections, too. So then I had my brother and the Catholics, but so, for some reason that, to me, was wrong. Well, they, well, there you go, you invited your brother, you're really weak. person Chris says hey my brother-in-law listens to your podcast I'm having a podcast conference why don't you come to it becomes this whole rigmarole and uh, and I almost deprived myself of a wonderful opportunity to meet other people that are trying to make podcasts just like me 
and other people that just happen to share the same interests. So it's like, holy macaroni. They don't want to be battled with. They're trying to help us. So they say, hey, geez, geez, let me, let me, uh, I mean, that's why I do bedtime stories. They say, hey, let me just entertain you with a bedtime story. Now, this might get mad. I just saw this idea. Well, what if we do a conference bedtime story for my brain bots? Because, uh, like, they, this is a big year, 2017. Like, a lot of people are talking about self-care and with everything happening. Trying to take time for self-care, like get a good night's sleep, have a bedtime routine, exercise, drink water, eat healthy, be kind to yourself, ha- have some. I mean, I think the biggest parts of self-care for me is trying to understand what compassion and empathy are with both other people and with these parts of myself. And then you know, exercise and healthy eating and good sleep kind of falls in line. Well, I want to treat you kindly and want to make sure you have the right food. Make sure you have the discipline to follow through on this because it's better for your health and your body. Like, uh, because they care about you, not because you have to do it or whatever. So, what if we do? Well, I don't know. I've never tried this, but uh, I mean, I always make bedtime stories for brain bots, but maybe not one like instructive. Uh, I don't know. Let's see how it goes. What do you say? And we'll take a journey to this, you know, podcasting conference, but it, obviously it'll take a strange journey. Back in your bed there as we descend to, to, to a place in, you know, Orlando, Florida's got quite the water table, they say. And the water table, they say of all the water tables, our table is tip-top. Uh, and I think that's one of the reasons why, or, you know, but the, I, I don't know what that's related to, but we're, we're going to go there. We're going to feel the water table under us. And normally, you can't feel the
waterbed. Like a firmer version. And I was gonna try a lot. You know, I do. That's fine. I don't need an adventure. Walking on a water table is adventure enough for me. So I looked at it. She said, "Here's Chris." And Chris said, "Hello, welcome." And he said, "Well, you know, I don't, I don't need it. I don't. I'm fine. I don't need any welcome. I don't need a welcome. I am already here." Are your 
good to have you here. This is the right spot for you. And he said, I want you to, you know, he had a card with trivia on it to prepare me. He said, why don't I, he said, it's all fun. Trivial warfare. Get it? It's fun. And don't forget the trivial part. It's more about trivia, but also, and I said, oh. And I said, I practice warfare. I, 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 I've declared war on trivial things and making them into, and he said, I know. That's what, and then, out of the corner of my eye, another person came racing towards me. with a smile on her face, and that set off another set of alarms. And she had a wonderful Brooklyn accent. Her name was Double D, Diane. Diane Double D. And she said, how you doing, Scoot? So good to have you here. Jonathan headed off, and she shook my hand and patted my back, looked me over, like she had looked me over a thousand times, and she, she was just very happy to have me there, preparing for my journey, and she said, I love what you're doing, these bedtime stories, and she seemed, she, she definitely, I said, this is a wise, clearly this is a wise person, I don't know what other roles, and then she told me, she was in this role about education around healing and maybe we could collaborate or it could be guest at one of her talks around discussions and she said but after you've prepared for your journey but I just wanted to know how excited I am to see you like and she said what is this feeling I'm feeling she said, she said, this is, she goes, I know it's unfamiliar, but this is, that's a steam, there's a steam building up in you, like an engine, you can't have a journey without that steam, and I said, well, you're really, you're really, uh, we're burning this, and she said, yeah, no, you are, it's good to have you here, and then I set off to find my brother, who had left, I guess, with all, everything, I forgot when I saw the water table that I had my brother with me, and he had all the stuff I brought, but I don't know why I brought a bunch of stuff, because we were just cruising on the water table, and we were supposed to return to another tent within this community, which I still hadn't wandered into yet, and Ted and I set off to find our campsite, and set up camp for the night, and I was ready to set up camp for the night, and he said, well, you should head down there. I guess you're right, I should. He said, I'll see you later. Maybe I'll see you in there, but I know. For this was like this gathering. And so we set out, and Ted saw me off at the entrance to this grand hall. Where I guess, like in the rain, you know, stalls would be set up to, 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 to conduct commerce. And who else? No, all community events went there. Beautiful place. Chris was up there, and he didn't have a gavel, but it felt like he did, and he said, hear ye, hear ye, we're all here with cheer, you know, to give you, and, and it was all so, like, I mean, you want to talk about, like, uh, I don't know, when you're trying to figure out a character for an RPG game, there was everything there, all the diversity of characters, all ages and classes and races and Except that all the alignments were like a positive attitude alignments, I think. And maybe there wasn't all. I think, though, there was. 
AV. I don't, I don't always understand the AV and D alignments versus the simpler ones. Maybe the simpler ones are mostly as good AV. And he said, I want you to gather around and get to know one another. And I was assigned a table to sit at where I met Lee, who was helping people understand like a wedding where you didn't know everybody but everybody knew everybody he said hey how you doing and some people were like me a little tentative and others were experienced you know i guess like an inn i guess this was a giant inn it was a community place but uh like you'd feel like an inn i guess this was kind of like an rpg but without the, there wasn't a lot of conflict other than the conflict within and then it was at table and i recognized daryl d made a video about the, 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 the mysterious DBX 286S and I said I know you you and he, he was very he had a wonderful melodious voice and a very calm presence and he was sitting next to Lee and then to my side was someone that liked said you know what I love you know what it looks like you love Rob has a podcast and this man's name was uh, Jay but he went by Pod Vader and while he he, he was a fan of Rob's we shared and also a fan of Rob's shirts just like me I said oh boy what a moment and then there was a friend of the Smoky Mountains Julie D who was telling me and I said well I love Dolly I, I want to go to Dollywood and she was talking of the beauty of the Smoky Mountains. And I said, what is it? And then I wondered if the Blue Ridge Mountains were the same. But I didn't say that, of course. Uh, she was dressed for mountaineering. And then another mountaineer, Steve A. Of the Mighty Blue, the Appalachian. I said, well, they, they said, there's a lot of mountaineers. And they did have their, they had an alpine look to them. Steve was talking about his journeys across the Appalachian Trail. There was a lot of sharing going on of experience and things that brought people joy about the beauty of the Appalachian Trail or the Smoky Mountains or Rob's shirts or the DBX 286 or Lee's journey. They learned about validating ideas from Sabah. She was the she was a validator. She was just she was validating ideas and sharing her ideas, which were being validated. Validated, and I said, "Well, that's gonna be." I said, I, 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 "Maybe I should be your understudy." I'm more. I'm in. I've spent my life invalidating ideas, extinguishing them, 
She had a hearty laugh and she patted me on the back. And I met Kim K, who was a big fan of Toastmasters. But she was really there to foster understanding. And, and, and I said, well, that's, that's important. I said, holy, validating and fostering understanding. What a journey this will be.
sorcerers and which were, you know, uh, Clary. I said, there was all of those things. And the SCs, you picture the room in your mind, but uh, the noise, the chatter, the warm glow of community gathered around fires, robes, feathers, leather, satchels. There were satchels, satchels, I saw a few, you know, I don't know if there's any bandoliers, but I, because I don't know if there, what a bandolier is. But then it was time, like, for the community breakup, and then people headed to the different taverns uh, that they, they, they decided to go to. And I, my brother Ted was already eating at one, so I went up and I saw him, and we saw our friend Diane, Double D Diane again. And she was with her friend Rachel, who was just preparing to move from radio to podcasting. We had a night of sharing laughter and sharing stories and learning about one another. And it was a perfect way to cap off the evening and then the morning came and I had breakfast. And then we got to hear from all these people that were experts in Ted uh, having some 
Sacrifices everyone that worked 
Awakening 